to another episode of Coffee and Jesus, episode 29. Is that not, like, wild and, like, to me it's just crazy because I'm just, like, thinking about where this all started in college and now it's, like, out of college and I'm just living life differently and, but God's been doing just so much in my life and I know God's been doing it so much in lives of my friends and family members and people I know and it's just uh, it's just, it's crazy just 29 weeks of this podcast and it's been a complete honor and I've seen God um, use people through it and even have gotten so much feedback from people that you guys really are learning stuff from this podcast and getting things out of it that are helping you devotionally and even growing your relationship with God and even thinking about what is God's purpose in my life and that's just such an affirmation and just even just makes me so happy to know that my podcast is being used by God that God's really speaking to you guys through my podcast and that's really like I've said for 29 weeks now is that really this podcast is for you guys and so it helps me a lot, you know, to communicate and like talk and talk about coffee and even talk about just God stuff and what's happening in my life. But it helps me in that way to share about it. But at the same time, my goal was to help you guys, you listeners, in growing your relationship with God. Because so much of my heart is that I'm so just wanting to do what God's doing and my local church and wanting to be a part of that and just figure out what is my part in all this and at the same time though I'm wanting all of you guys to just have that same mindset because there's such an incredible benefit that is found in Christ and saying yes to what he's calling us towards and in like sometimes it's easy to just overthink that and or even just like diminish that and what I've seen in my life and what I've seen in so many others is that when you say yes to what God's calling you towards that there's something far greater awaiting you that there's things that maybe it's like years later maybe it's months later maybe it's weeks later but when you say yes to what God's doing even through the uncertainty of it or just trying to figure out logistically how it's going to work by the time that you whether you see it or not, you're just standing there just so fulfilled because you said yes to what God's doing. And like I've said before and what I've said in church before is that really my desire is that I'm in heaven with God and I'm standing there saying, yes, Lord, like I'm here and I'm happy that I'm here, but I can fully say to you that I did what you called me to do and by that time it's like you can't get that time on earth again when you're in heaven it's like your time on earth is done and like if god like i don't want to be up there and like if god says like i'm happy you're here but like i did notice like you didn't do all these other things i called you towards but i'm glad you're here i called you here and i just feel like that would be like a momentary burden and i know it talks about that somewhere in revelation or Correct me if I'm wrong, but somewhere in the New Testament talks about just like, oh, I think it's the end of Romans, like Romans like 13, like 
the fire will fall into like your your works and like things that are not of good works are just gonna be burned and just go to ash and it's just there's there's this weight of feeling like burdened like oh i i could have done more like you did call me to do these things but i decided to just choose something else that was so finite where at the end of the day saying yes to god doesn't mean that you're gonna be just fulfilled in what god's calling you to do and saying yes to him but it's also bringing purpose and has a meaning to building the kingdom of God here on this earth because really our lives are going to be forgotten at the end of the day. <laughs> like, I don't care how cool you are. Like, I mean, unless you're like George Washington or something, even like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But what I'm saying is like our lives will be forgotten decades later, but what stays is what God is doing. God has stayed on the earth ever since it was created. God's presence has stayed and has made an impact. Like, thinking about, like, the Bible. Like, the Bible was created, and it's never been diminished to a point where it's like, oh, it's no longer a bestseller. The Bible is the biggest bestseller and most bought book in the entire history of books. And you're thinking, how does that remain the same? And it's, like, truly because the truth of the living God is within it and it stayed the same and it grows and it stays throughout history so what we do what we're called into to be a part of that is gonna be eternal until Jesus returns and so it's like man it's like what God is calling us towards is not a small thing even though in our eyes it could seem like a small thing like maybe just being part of a life group or being part of the church in a small, like in a way. But no matter what, no matter how we see it as big or small, it's always going to be impactful and equally impactful as other giftings, as other callings. That by the simple act of saying yes to what God is calling you towards, it's simply going to create an impact that will last for eternity that God's going to recognize and having that recognition from the God that created the universe like who doesn't want that like that's such man and that's going to be eternal <laughs> I'm not even that's not even what I was planning to talk about and I just went off and today I was just thinking about so much already this week and I did not expect me to dive into that, <laughs> but that that's just fun. That's just fun stuff. But uh, anyway, I wanted to talk a little bit about coffee because you know how I am with coffee, and I'm just, oh. Some people make fun of me for the pods that I drink in the morning. Well, guess what? I'm saving money, and I'm having a decent coffee, so don't judge me on it, okay? And, but... However, I do understand and appreciate the coffee shops that have unique flavoring and their own unique beans that create a coffee that tastes unique to their coffee shop. And that's why I really appreciate like Chapters, which is my all-time favorite. However, I remember like I've been gone for a couple weeks because of Mexico. 
but I do remember that not last episode, but episode before that, I was going to talk about a coffee shop, and I was like, I'm going to save that for the next one. And so, talking about it now, I remembered, um, I think a week or two before I went to Mexico, I was with a bunch of guys from my college in Sun River, and we went... I keep thinking it's called like quench your thirst or something like that. Um, there's a coffee shop in Sun River, Oregon, and it's something like that. And I was like, oh, I, guys, I need to try this coffee so I could talk about it in my podcast. So I tried it, and it was actually really good. It was kind of, I would say, more so on the bitter side and not as sweet with the vanilla flavoring. So if you're new to this, it's always going to be an iced vanilla latte. It's always going to be an iced vanilla latte. I've tried other things, and I thought they were good. And I'm like, oh, this Irish cream coffee is pretty good. Or this like caramel macchiato is pretty good. But it's like, for some reason for me, my tongue and my mouth is just like, man, there's nothing that beats an iced vanilla, vanilla latte. There is, okay, there is maybe one thing, and it's that coffee I talked about on one of my episodes that's from uh, Africa directly from Tanzania that's just so incredible you don't even need to add anything to it I think it's just because of how fresh it is but anyway um, the coffee in Sun River is actually really good so I know um, there's I know that Sun River is just like a very vacation touristy spot and I know if you're from Oregon, it's kind of just like a common thing for people to go visit Sun River and stay at a house or go to Sisters, Oregon. Sisters has pretty good coffee too, um, but the Sun River one is actually pretty good. I would definitely recommend that. I would say if I'm thinking about my tier list with all my coffees, you have my chapters, of course, coffee from Newburgh. That's at the very top. And then second, I would actually say would be, um, oh, man. I was going to say, like, Beagles, but it's not called Beagles. I'm just, like, thinking about the dog in Albany. There's, like, a – if you're from Albany, you know exactly what I'm talking about. It's that coffee shop that has, like, a giant dog sign, and it's a dog. And it's, like, that one's a close second. And then – after that, I would probably say the coffee that I tried in Mexico, that iced vanilla latte, was, it was at a French restaurant, too, which is, like, so random, but, like, it was really good. And then I would probably say my local place here in Lebanon, definitely, for sure. Um, and then, hmm... I, yeah, I would say that and then the Sun River place. So even though I'm saying like it sounds like I just put it at the bottom of my list, <laughs> I have – that's like five places I mentioned. But the place – if you know me, I go to so many coffee shops. It's like at least like 30, at least 30. So that's a good rating. If you're top five, like come on, like that's that's a good rating. 
So eventually, I think I'm going to visit California pretty soon. So I'm hoping to do some coffee shop hunting and write down my reviews so I can talk about those pretty soon. And that would be great. But um, yeah, also, I'm very excited for episode 30. I'm going to be having, well, I'm going to be planning to have a guest speaker for the 30th episode because I think that's a pretty good milestone. So I'm excited for you all to hear about that. But yeah, there's just so much um, going on with my life currently with just finding a job and even just thinking about my future with the church and even church planning. And our church is so involved with the Draw the Circle. And if you're part of our church, like this is like a really cool deal where we're all just growing in prayer with our relationship with God. And I think, I don't think, I believe that God is doing something in you individually whether like you're spending the time with god or not you're listening to this podcast right now and that obviously shows that you do care about what god's doing in your life and it's like and that's why i think it's so cool is like you don't exactly have to be sitting down in a quiet place reading a book or being in prayer like you can be in your car listening to this podcast you can be worshiping um, at home, you can be listening to music at a coffee shop. To me, it's always usually at a coffee shop, reading or something. <laughs> but either way, it's like there's so many avenues to connect with God. And that's what I think is so incredible about the Christian religion, too, is like just thinking about what God's called us into is really a relationship with a father, with a best friend, with a teacher. That's just going to invite you into just common conversations that's not like you have to like I'm not trying to at the same time yes and no I'm trying to rip on like another religion but some religions like really like think that we're called to just only connect with God through like a priest or through like another person and clearly when we believe that the Bible and all that the Bible says is true, it's like our relationship doesn't require us to go through a human being or through a place that we have to be at or like a cathedral or like even a monastery. I don't know. Anything. The point is, is that our relationship with God is open to connecting with him 24-7 whenever we want and whether God wants to speak to us in that moment is up to him but the way God speaks to us can look so differently and so uniquely to us individually that could be for a reason for what God's calling us towards and our gifting or even just how we are used by God and it's just so amazing and incredible and it's so real and affirming that we truly do have a father in heaven that cares about us, that loves us, that wants this two-way relationship. And so it's pretty amazing and beautiful. And so, and yet again, this is nothing what I was planning on talking about today. So if you're listening right now, you're getting a, a real treat of like three different things, at least of what I'm not even planning on talking about, but this is all truth. This is all what we live in as Christians is a real relationship with the Father in Heaven that's called us to do so much more than just live a life 
meaninglessly through a job or something that's going to impact our career for maybe our lifetime. But then after that, then what? What's amazing is that we're called into something that's going to last forever, and that's the kingdom of God. And that's something that God's going to cherish. And, oh, man, it's just so cool to think about that if we're called into something, no matter big or small, that's going to last forever in God's eyes and in the kingdom of God. And it's like, I don't know. I just, like, I really think if we can grasp that, then all else doesn't really matter. It's like, we're going to spend eternity in heaven with God. Do you understand that? Like, we're going to be in heaven with God for the rest of our lives because of what Jesus has done, that we've accepted what he's done on the cross, that he resurrected for us to be joined and connected with the Father in heaven, that we can say no to sin and live a life of righteousness and called even into more, like I already talked about. And to understand that our time in heaven is so eternal, looking back from when we're in heaven, looking back on the time that we were on earth, that's going to be so minuscule and thus so important to what we do every day that what we do with our calling, what we say yes to with God truly matters because once it's up, we're looking back like that was the shortest time in the universe being on earth and so thinking about how short of a time we have on this earth that what we do matters because once it's done we can't take that back it's like we're not called to be evangelizing or spreading the gospel or being pastors and preachers or stuff in heaven i don't think that's how the case because it's not needed it's like we're joined together with god in heaven so what I'm saying is these giftings, these callings are critical and so important and so meaningful and so finite because once our time on earth is up, you can't get that back. And it's like I don't want to be up there in heaven like thinking, man, I, man, if only I just had another chance, I could have just done a little bit more. It's like would you, would you though? And that's part of the faith aspect is really – God's calling a people that are willing to go. And that is how I'm going to join into what I was actually going to talk about. <laughs> oh, jeez. Okay. That is the avenue that's going to lead me into Acts, which is what I was thinking about today, is that God is calling us into action, into taking a step forward, and thinking of the things that are truly needed on this earth that what he's calling us towards and so here i'm gonna read acts chapter one verse six so i'm gonna read this for a little bit and then we're gonna talk about it so it's titled this passage is called the ascension and so i'm reading the esv bible in acts chapter one verse six so it says so when they had come together they asked him lord Will you at this time restore the kingdom to Israel? 
He said to them, It is not for you to know times or seasons that the Father has fixed by his own authority. There's God's sovereignty, which is pretty incredible, and I could totally go off on that, but continuing on. Verse 8, But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. And when he had said these things, as they were looking on, he was lifted up, and a cloud took him out of their sight. And while they were gazing into heaven as he went, behold, two men stood by them in white robes and said, Men of Galilee, why do you stand there looking into heaven? This Jesus who was taken up from you into heaven will come in the same way as you saw him go into heaven. And so here you really understand the empowerment of being filled by the Holy Spirit, that Jesus is giving us something that is so, even himself says that it's greater than he, that like what the Holy Spirit does is like empowers us to do so much more. And even, okay, that kind of makes me think about what it says in Mark. And I'll read that. Or, yeah, I'll read that. But, um, just pretty, in, like, mind-blowing. Like, God's calling us to be filled and acknowledge that God's gifting us with the Holy Spirit that's going to guide us and grow us and lead us into moreness. That we're not, we shouldn't be worried about, oh, well, because then you see, like, these two guys that are, like, looking into heaven. And they're like, uh, where are you going, Jesus? Like, like waiting for him to come back down, almost. And it's just like, <laughs> it's like the two guys were like, what are you guys doing? Like, Jesus has told you you've just been filled by the Holy Spirit. Or that you will be filled by the Holy Spirit. And you're going to be empowered to do m- much more. And you're called to go to the ends of the earth. To Judea, Jerusalem. Samaria and to the ends of the earth, you know, and it's like, why are you still standing here wondering if he's going to come back down? He's going to come back down, but you're called to go, so go. And so, you know what, I'm not going to say what I was going to say because I know I'm just going to go off track on that other verse, but (laughs) pretty much what I was saying is you can look at the ends of um, verse or in John and Mark and in Luke, it specifically talks about being just so empowered by Jesus himself, speaking about the power of the Holy Spirit, calling us to heal and to prophesy and to do all these incredible things to grow the kingdom of God. So we're really empowered by the Holy Spirit. So there should be no fear of what's ahead of us, that there should be no fear that if God's calling us to do something, to go, to be on commission, we have the Holy Spirit within us. We have Jesus within us. Why should we worry whether we can do it or not? We don't have to worry about our strengths. We just have to have faith and understanding that what God said is true, that we are empowered by the Holy Spirit. So he already knows we're capable of doing it because he is within us. Boom! Okay. (laughs) So... I'll continue on, though, okay, before I get off track again. And if you continue on in Acts chapter 1, it talks about 
um, the people and the disciples. It says, all these with one accord were devoted, devoting themselves to prayer together with the women and Mary, the mother of Jesus and his brothers. So this is a little ironic because here's all the disciples. I guess not ironic. Foreshadowing, maybe. But here's all the disciples and here's what happens when they get feel like they're called to go. They hear this voice. They hear Jesus speaking them to go to the ends of the earth. And um, what do they do first? They all come together and they pray. And they all seek the wisdom of the Lord still. And ironically, that's exactly what my church is doing right now. And I think that's exactly what God wants us to do, even with big things that maybe it feels like there's a weight where there really shouldn't but even though like even though we can say these things like it's freeing and it's so like secure that God's going to provide the way we're still humans and we still have these thoughts and God really wants us to give those up to him so that we can be purely secure in what God's calling us to do without a doubt and grow our faith in him and so the easiest way to do that is to come together and to pray and that's what the disciples did and that's what the women did and that's what Mary the mother of Jesus and his brothers it's like they all came together receiving that word and saying okay you're calling us to do this we're gonna pray and we're gonna plan this and this is when later on in verses like 21 down to 26 and it talks about and they cast lots for them and the lot fell on Matthias and he was numbered with the 11 apostles and they came together, and in chapter 2, talks about, um, right off the bat, chapter 2, verse 1, it says, When the day of Pentecost arrived, they were all together in one place, and suddenly there came from heaven a sound like a mighty rushing wind, and it filled the entire house where they were sitting, and divided tongues as a fire appeared to them, and rested on each one of them, and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit, and to began to speak in other tongues as a spirit given them utterance and so like that there it is just the power of the holy spirit already being ignited to the disciples as they received what jesus has said came together and prayed and asked for the holy spirit to arrive and surely the spirit the holy spirit arrived upon them and they were filled with the spirit and speaking in tongues and filled with the power of the holy spirit and then even then, it's like right after that, it talks about just acknowledging that and being filled to just being so empowered to just go and say yes. And even later on, you can read the next couple chapters in Acts, and it talks about thousands of people just building fellowship with each other, coming together, and thousands of people receiving the Holy Spirit. And truly, that's... This is the start of the Great Commission, that what Jesus has done was truly the most important thing to ever happen in all of history. And what that did is set us free and so much more. And it empowers us to say yes to what God is doing. When we receive the Holy Spirit, it empowers us to know what's right and wrong, to know from God's word what's wise and what's true. And, man, it's just like, this is not something that hasn't been done before. And when I'm saying that, 
I'm thinking about church planning. I'm thinking about deciding to become a pastor. I'm talking about deciding to, be, to become a teacher and deciding to do a certain ministry, deciding to do a life group, deciding to be a deacon. No matter what it is, that none of these things have like not been done before. There are hundreds and thousands of people throughout history that had said, I've been doing this part of my life and doing this on my own, but now I hear the call that you've given me, and I'm going to say yes to that. I don't know how it looks, but because of what you've done and because the Holy Spirit with it is within me, I am surely empowered by you that I know that you're going to make this secure, that you are going to see this through and through, and I will look in your face someday and know that you will be pleased. And that's, oh, like that, why would we not want that? It's like, you're going to be fulfilled at the end of your ages, ages, at the end of your age, at the end of your time on earth, and you're going to be fulfilled when you're in heaven, when you say yes to what God's doing. And the easy route is to say no. The easy route is I've been comfortable with what my life is looking like right now, and you're calling me to do something different? But what I can tell you is that it's far greater than your comfortability. It's far greater than the situation you're in right now. Our job is to just say yes, to be faithful to it, and just let God create the path before you and reveal that to you. And even just thinking about if you're having like these small thoughts of like, maybe God's calling me to do this, find that out. Spend time with God. And as I read today, in Acts, even when Jesus, to me, made it sound kind of clear that you're call- he's calling us to go, they didn't know where. They didn't know what to do next. But you know what they did? They came together and they prayed. And through that, God used it. And God spoke to them. And God anointed them in the Holy Spirit. And if you've never been anointed with the Holy Spirit or been filled with the Holy Spirit, I greatly encourage you to reach out to me or any one of um, your people that you just look up to in church or whatever. It's something that is completely different than what you've ever experienced in having having an experience. But really, being filled with the Holy Spirit changes everything. So that's that's my time. And so you got to learn like four different subjects <laughs> or topics that I was not planning but man I just if you're like me then you just enjoy just hearing truth and just enjoy knowing that there's so much more in our lives than just what the world may say that God's calling us into so much more and it's going to be a blast and we get to celebrate it together on this earth and in heaven. So yeah, hope you all are having a great day. I hope you all have a great week. Have a blessed day. Have a nice vanilla latte. (laughs) 